Would you visit an artistic compound built by a fortune teller on the advice of aliens from the future? I did, and I'm going to tell you why you need to visit Pasaquan. You're listening to the Rumalicious Podcast, where we talk about travel, food, health, entertainment, and everything in between. Your host is Malika Bowling. Find articles and reviews at rumalicious.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Here's Malika Bowling. So as many of you know, I live in Atlanta, and a lot of people come to Atlanta for business or for fun. And while Atlanta is great, there's also some fantastic cities that are not too far away that are just a short drive. So I know a lot of people think about going to Savannah, and that is a wonderful side trip too. But there are lots of other cool cities that I want to tell you about. And today, one of the cities that I want to talk about is Columbus. And Columbus, Georgia is about an hour and a half south of Atlanta. It's a really easy drive from the Atlanta airport. Um, You just pick up 85 and it's just right off the interstate. So I visited Columbus last year and I had so much fun there. It was incredible. So one of the coolest things that I did was I ziplined from one state to another. So it's very close. Georgia is very close to Alabama. And when you visit Columbus, you can zipline from one state to the other. So I did that. And that was really, really fun and cool. And if that's something that maybe is on your bucket list, you can visit Columbus and, and check it off your bucket list. So what are some other things that are cool to do in Columbus? I'm going to get to Passaquan in a minute, which was fantastic. But I want to tell you about some other like kind of just fun, quirky things to do there. So one of the other things that they have there in Columbus is a lunchbox museum. Now, I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but back in the 80s, it was really cool to have your square lunchbox that had either characters from a cartoon or movies or your favorite TV show. Um, Mine was Strawberry Shortcake. I loved that lunchbox. I thought it was the coolest. I wish I had kept it. It was was so neat. Um, I didn't see it when I went to the lunchbox museum, but it might be there now. This guy has this amazing collection of all these different lunchboxes. So if you want to see them, you can visit the Lunchbox Museum in Columbus. Another cool thing that they have in Columbus is a theater that has lots of interesting plays that come there. Um, It's beautiful. It's called the Springer Opera House. And when I was there, we saw Dreamgirls, but some of the shows that they had Coming later on that season were Newsies, The Great Gatsby, and West Side Story. So maybe they're not going to have Hamilton there just yet, but um, you can catch some good shows, and all the seats are really great at the Springer Opera House. So those are a couple things to do there in Columbus. If you want to read my full list of recommendations for what there is to do there, just go visit Romalicious and go into the search box and just type in Columbus and you'll find my article of the seven quirky things to do in Columbus, Georgia. But I do want to tell you about Passaquan. Um, that was just an amazing experience. It's some, something that is just so unique. You don't see it everywhere. So, and, and this story about Passaquan and how it came to be is really what I share, want to share with you guys today. So, It was started by this gentleman named Eddie Owens Martin. 
He later became named or known as St. Ohm. So Eddie was born in 1908 and his mother and father were sharecroppers in this rural town. So it's not actually in Columbus. It's a short drive. It's in a town called Buena Vista, Georgia. But Eddie always felt like he just didn't quite fit in. He was homosexual and he just felt like in rural Georgia that just it just wasn't his place. So when he was a teenager, he ran away to New York City. And to make ends meet, he became a prostitute and a fortune teller. So he did that for years and years. And then one day he became very sick. He had a really bad fever. And you know, when you have a fever, you can have these kind of crazy fever-induced dreams. And that, that's what happened to Eddie. So he had this dream that he was visited by these alien men and that they said he better change his ways or he was just going to be done for. And they told him he needed to go back to his home. So by this time, his parents had passed away and they had left the farm to him. So when Eddie took it over, he really, really wanted to change things based on what these aliens told him. They had, they had instructed him that he needed to start this religion called Pasakoyanism. And there's not a whole lot of details, but just that it was really accepting of all forms of people. And one of the things that he really wanted to do was just have this all this fencing and pagodas and his home just painted in these really, really bright colors. So if you can imagine, he's got these like these totem pole statue things um, and like snakes and just all these different like like the alien people that he'd seen in his dreams. He painted them into all this this fencing in the property at Pasaquan. At, at the Pasquan compound. And so he, he put all these bright colors. It's so beautiful. It's like reds and oranges and yellows and purple. And it's, it's just gorgeous there. And so he, he built all of that and he painted that. He did all this work himself and he really tried to spread the word about this religion. But in order to make ends meet, he still continued to do his fortune telling. And really he, he was good at it because people came from all over the Southeast to have their fortune told by St. Ohm. And he, he really did well with it, but he just, he, what he really wanted to do was bring this religion to fruition and really be the leader. But it, it's just, it's amazing what he did with between the fences and the temples and the shrines and all the walls and the totem faces, what he had done with with uh, the, the painting that he just did that all himself. It's just, it is really, really incredible if you visit Patsaquan. But so so as I said, his his goal was to create this personal utopia where all these cultures, cultures and ethnic groups just could come together in harmony. And he, he really tried to to make this work. And I mean, he even painted these, these figures, like I said, of the aliens. And one of the things that he said was that they're, they had very long hair and it was, it was faced upward to try and communicate better. And he often wore his hair like that as well. He had very long hair. And so as time went on, he just, the, the, Pasakoyanism religion just really, really didn't catch on. And he, his health continued to decline. And, and sadly, he was just so despondent about the fact that his religion didn't catch on that he took his own life 
sadly. And after that happened, the Passaquan just kind of went into disrepair. Nobody was really taking care of it. I guess he didn't have anyone to leave it to. And so then in 2008, Columbus State University took it over. And they've really, really done a lot to restore it. Um, they have tours. Obviously, we when I went, we had somebody give us a tour, and he really knew a lot about Passaquan and its history, and he was able to share a lot of details about St. Ome with us. But um, one of the cool things about it is it's now on the National Register of Historic Places, and CNN has even listed Passaquan as one of the must-visit places. So, you know, it's really cool. But that's kind of Passaquan in a nutshell. Again, it's about like an hour and a half, maybe two hours from Atlanta. So if you have the chance to visit, I highly recommend it. But I just want to leave you with one story that the guide shared with us when we visited. And this, if you're a believer or not believer, whatever, it just, I think it's going to leave you kind of with goosebumps because I know, I know I walked away with goosebumps after hearing this story. So what happened is it's a story about these soldiers that visited St. Ohm uh, back in the 60s, late 60s, it must have been. And if, if you don't know, there's a there's an army base, Fort Benning, that's very close by. And so there were four soldiers that that drove out to Passaquan. Three of the soldiers went into, into the house to sit with St. Ohm. Another one stayed back in the car. So the soldiers met with him and had their fortune told. And before they left, he wrote something on a piece of paper and gave it to one of the guys. And he said, give this piece of paper to your friend that's in the car. And they were surprised because they didn't tell him that there was somebody waiting on him, but he just knew. And so the guys left and the guy, they didn't know what their friend um, had in the note in, that was in his hand, but they left. And shortly after they left, they got in a car accident and the guy who didn't go inside, he, he died. And when they opened his hand and they looked at what was written in the piece of paper, it said, you are not long for this world. So, which, which is pretty amazing. Um, and that's, I just wanted to leave you with that story about Passaquan. If you ever, ever have the opportunity, I highly recommend that you go visit. It's just such a cool place. You guys, but that's it for now. I'll, I'll try to do more of these podcasts on different quirky little cities. And if you're interested in hearing more of stories like this, email me and let me know. My email is hello at romalicious.com. Or if there's something else you'd want me to talk about or people that you'd like me to interview, please do let me know that. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Romalicious. And I will catch you on the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. See you on the next episode.